For I am crucified with Christ And yet I live Embrace the cross Where Jesus Welcome to Crossbound Ministries where we are bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world, encouraging Christians and pointing sinners to the cross. Will you please pray about supporting our broadcast and ministry that gives us the ability to spread God's word. You can get involved by going to crossboundministry.com. Please welcome our preacher, Mike Sadler, as he brings us an important message from God's word. Embrace the love Open your Bibles with me to Mark chapter 7 and verse number 14 is where we'll begin today. And this is my sermon on pride number two, number two. And before we get to Mark chapter 17 or chapter 7 verse 14, I want to start with a little preface here. And as we're talking about pride, pride is a destroyer. Is it a destroyer of your life and, and your marriage and your home and, and you and everything else? Uh, and Proverbs 13.10 tells you, Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. Most, if not all, of your problems in marriage comes from pride. Let me just say that again. Most, if not all, of your problems in your marriage come from pride. You see, pride says, I'm not wrong. Pride says, I'm not saying I'm sorry first. Pride says, they're not helping me. I'm not helping them. Pride says, they're not pulling their weight. I'm not, I'm not going to help them out. Pride says, why should I do that for her when she didn't do this for me? Pride says, why should I do that for him when he doesn't do this for me? Both man and the woman can do that, and pride will creep in. That's what it says. But if you'll listen to your own marriage vows, it's all about serving each other. And you know that's the greatest in heaven? What does Jesus say? Well done, thou good and faithful servant. That's what all of us want to hear that are Christians, right? A servant, a servant is the highest calling that you can have, the highest position that you can have. He's not going to say, well done, thou great preacher, or this or that. No, it's well done, thou good and faithful servant, the Bible says. And so we've got, if we want to serve the Lord properly, if we want to have a good marriage, if we want to have a good home, we've got to get that pride out of our life. Most, if not all, of your family problems come from pride. That's right. Just about all of them. Most of your problems in your life are caused by your own self and they come from pride. And I know that's the true in my case. A lot of times pride can swell up and, you know, how dare you say that to me? How dare this has happened? How dare that happen? That's what pride does. But humility, humility lets it go. Humility sees it in the eyes of God, right? I can tell you this, pride takes all of the credit for yourself and blames all of the losses on something else or somebody else. That's what pride will do. 
And you know what pride will do at your workplace or the place that you own, the place that you run? Pride will drive away your best help. That's what pride will do. It'll drive away your best help. Um, pride's, pride's greatest hindrance is to stop you from learning. It is. Listen to what C.S. Lewis said. A proud man is always looking down on things and people, of course. As long as you're looking down, you cannot see something that is above. As long as you're looking down on somebody else, you can't truly have the right perspective. Your eyes on God is what he's trying to say. Because we're not supposed to be looking at other people. The Bible says don't compare yourselves among yourselves. But if you do, it's a foolish and you're a fool. That's what the Bible says. So a proud man's always looking down at others. And when they're doing that, you're not looking up at God, most certainly. And so look with me now in our text verse, Mark chapter 17, verse 14. And when he had called all the people unto him, he said unto them, Hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand. There is nothing from without a man that entereth into him can defile him. But that which would come out of him, those are they that defile the man. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And here Jesus was, was talking about a man eating food. A man eating food is not going to defile that man. Why? Because the food's not going to enter into his heart. And I like what he says in 16. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear it. In other words, Jesus is saying, listen up. This is important what I'm about to say. And he says, and when he was entered into the house from the people, his disciples asked him concerning the parable. And he saith unto them, Are ye so without understanding also? Do ye not perceive that whatsoever thing from with, without entereth into the man, it cannot defile him? Because it entereth not into his heart, but into the belly, and goeth out in the draught, purging all meats." So what you eat doesn't enter into your heart, but I'm going to tell you what does, what you see with your eyes, what you listen to with your ears, those things enter into the heart. I can tell you, if you're watching something that's a wrong to watch, if you're watching videos or, 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 or shows that are wrong to watch, it's like a x-ray gets burned into your brain. Those images, you cannot hardly get them out if ever i remember things from when i was a child that i saw that i knew i shouldn't have seen and every now and then it's like the devil will drag that up and it's still there listen to me protect what you see protect yourself from looking on things that you shouldn't look on oh careful little eyes what you see those some real truth in those child songs careful little ears what you hear because it does enter into the heart but what you eat does not it's not going to defile you what you eat verse 19 because it enters into his heart not into his heart but into the belly and goeth out in the drop purging all meats and he said that which cometh out of the man that defileth him Whoo! here we go now we're hearing what defiles a man. What defiles a man, Jesus said? Jesus said, that which cometh out of the man, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Now that's not to say you won't say something foolish sometimes. That's not to say you won't get frustrated 
and fire off at something or somebody or something because you will but it's talking about the deepest depths of your heart that which cometh out of the man that defileth the man and i can tell you when the heart's wrong the the mouth will be wrong because it's it's going to come out listen to verse 21 for from within out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts adulteries fornications murderers theft covetousness wickedness deceit lasciviousness an evil eye blasphemy pride and foolishness boy those are some rough things aren't they none of us want to see ourselves in one of those evil thoughts or murderers or thefts or but the truth is the bible says you know what the bible says about your heart you know that the world says follow your heart that is the biggest worst advice anybody could give you because the bible says that your heart is deceitfully wicked above all things who can know it the bible says that my heart is deceitfully wicked above all things who can know it now would you give someone advice to that would follow that follow that something that is deceitfully wicked above all things yes you follow that that that'll that'll lead you down the right path that'll get you where you want to go no it won't it'll get you all the places you don't want to go it'll bring all the things in your life that you don't want oh you think you want them because it pleases your flesh but the truth is it will destroy your life and your marriage and your home and your children and everything about it but your flesh desires that see and especially for a man, I can't speak for the ladies, but I know for a man, you know what a man wants? He always wants more, more money, more of this, more power, more position, more, more, more. And that's the flesh side of a man. He'll want more. And pride comes right along there with it. So careful, check your heart and make sure that you are right with God because pride is so deceitful. Even within my own self, I know pride can creep in and I can flare up at somebody or I think, how could this happen or what could... It just can. It can creep in under the radar. Remember, Satan is very subtle. He slips right in there under the radar. And listen to what the Bible says in verse 23. All these evil things come from within and defile the man so according to jesus according to god's word it's what comes out of you that was within you that defiles you why because we are sinners the bible says roman 3 23 for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god we are sinners Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Thank God he laid down his life so that we can have eternal life. Boy, so many people plan for retirement. You got to save. You got to be invested. You got to have. But hardly anybody wants to plan for death. But death's coming. The Bible says that death stalks every man. You don't know if you'll live through the night or be here tomorrow. Because it's God Almighty that makes your heart beat. Oh, we want to be healthy. We want to live a long time. And I, and I do. But the truth of the matter is, when I get right down to it, God's the one 
that makes my heart beat. God's the one that gives me my very next breath. And so when you stop and you think about that, boy, it doesn't leave much room, pride, room in there for pride for you, does it? No, sir. Give God all the glory for the next next breath. Give God all the glory for that next day you get to serve him. Amen. So the Bible says all these evil things come from within and defile the man. And I can tell you that pride is right in there. It'll swell up in the heart. And you know what pride does? It lifts you up. It elevates you all while you're devaluing other people. If you've ever seen somebody that constantly runs down everybody else, it's because they are so full of pride that it is incredible. So they, they're running other people down so that they can lift themselves up. They'll talk about how great they are and how dumb that other person is, how smart they are and how far and slow them other people are. They'll constantly run down other people. And the truth is that is a weakness. That's a weakness. It is pride. Pride will destroy you. And there are many other forms of it. There are many other forms of human pride. Proverbs 16.5 says, Everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though hand join in hand, he shall not be unpunished. Now, if you, that's very sobering thoughts when you stop and think about what that verse just says. When you stop and think about what God's Word says, it says everyone, boy, girl, man, woman, senior saint, everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. That's hard to even thinking about, is it? isn't it? Yes, it is, but it is so true. Because we will lift ourselves up. And careful, Christian, even me, even you. Because the longer that you're in church, I think the easier it is it can be to lift yourself up in pride. Because the further you, you separate yourself from the world, but the, also the further you will separate yourself from other sinners, from lost people. And so if you find yourself going to your job where everybody's a Christian, going to your church while everybody's supposed to be a Christian, hanging out in your Christian circle, friends, and you're just be careful. That's a good thing because the Bible says iron is sharpened iron. So I'm not taking away from that, but I am saying be careful not to be looking down on those others because just like Mr. Lewis said, when you're looking down on others, you cannot see God. When you got your nose turned down at others, your eyes aren't looking up toward the God Almighty, towards our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So I am simply saying, Jesus ate with sinners. Jesus spoke with sinners. We should be too, to witness to them, to ultimately point them to the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to me. That is the goal when hanging out with them. That is the goal when being around them. That is the goal when doing things for them. It is should be, that should be your goal and your heart to ultimately, I am doing this so that I can point them toward the Lord Jesus Christ, toward the cross for salvation. Amen. Listen to what Jeremiah 13, 9 says. Thus saith the Lord, after this manner, I will mar the pride of Judah and the great pride of of Jerusalem. God said he's going to mar their pride. 
that word mar is a, it's a primitive root word to it means to decay to cast off to destroy to lose to perish to spoil to waste god is going to mar their pride he's going to wreck their pride in other words uh, and i can tell you this ladies and gentlemen god loves the humble and when you humble yourself god's liable to just lift you up but when you lift yourself up god's more than likely going to humble you and i tell you what it's going to hurt bad when god humbles you it will but when you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. You see, it's God that exalts you. It's not yourself. It's not your spouse. It's not this man at work. It's not this person or this group. No, it is God Almighty. And so if he does do that in your life, when you humble yourself, please make sure you give God the glory because he is the one that deserves it. Amen. And by you giving him the glory, it take it keeps pride from building up in your life. It keeps pride building up in your heart. Because it's easy to go from, boy, glory to God, it's by the grace of God that I'm here, to flipping the coin and going, boy, I got here all by myself. It's because I'm so smart and I got so many connections and I made this happen. I connected this and this person pulled me up and this. No, hold on a minute. That's pride. It's God that lifted you up. It's God that put you in that position. It's God that got you there. Make sure you give God all the glory and that will help keep the pride out of your life because we are naturally listen to me we are naturally prideful you've got to actively work at not being prideful at getting the pride out of your life because pride will come naturally because it's a flesh thing it's what your flesh likes it's what your flesh desires it wants to be lifted up none of us want to be told we're wrong none of us want to be told that that's not right what we're doing is not right none of us like that but every one of us we want to be lifted up we want somebody to stroke us we want somebody to tell us how great we are but careful with that because pride creeps in and it will destroy you ultimately. Listen to Isaiah in 16.6. He says, We have heard of the pride of Moab. He is very proud, even of his haughtiness and his pride and his wrath. But his lie shall not be so. We have heard of their pride. Their pride. We've heard all about it. And we know about it. <laughs> and Chances are, if you're an extremely prideful person, somebody has really heard about you. And maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's because they're praying for you. Maybe it's not a good thing. Maybe it's because it's the way that you act. Because I tell you what, pride will make you act in a way that you normally wouldn't act. Pride will make you say things you normally wouldn't say. Pride will make you do things you normally wouldn't do. Pride will bring you problems you normally wouldn't have. Pride will destroy everything about you and your life and your relationship and your marriage and your home and your children. Pride is a destroyer. And if you think about that verse, Proverbs 16, 5, everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the lord i tell you what ladies and gentlemen i don't want to be in that category i don't even want to think about being in that category that's a terrible thing and if i don't want to even think about being in that category then i've got to actively work at getting the pride 
out of my life. And if you'll think about this, there's not one thing that you have that God didn't give you. Your intelligence God gave you, your craftiness, your good looks, your family, those connections, what you were born into. Everything that you have, God gave you. You did not get it by your self. So many times, the very thing that God has given us to be a blessing, we will allow ourselves to be lifted up in pride, and then that drives a wedge in between us and God. That's right. I'm going to say that again. Think about that. The very thing that God has given you to be a blessing to you can be the very thing that lifts you up in pride and drives a wedge in between you and God. So I ask you, how much can God give you that he can trust you with that you won't become prideful? How much can God trust to give you? Amen. I like what many of the missionaries did uh, in the Bible, but, but also since then that they just humbled themselves and totally and completely and fully depended on God and God provided. There was one ministry, and I'll never forget this story. It was Hope Children's Home in Tampa, Florida. And there, they said there was a little boy, and that boy was praying, praying for some food. Uh, not that they were going hungry, but they were praying for extra food for in the future to be able to feed everybody. And this little boy started praying for a boatload of bread. That was his words. He wanted a boatload of bread. And lo and behold, somebody that was like a bread store that had a whole store full of bread they needed to get rid of and give away. Not that it was bad. And the people didn't have a trailer, but they had a boat. And they filled that boat up to the brim with bread. And they delivered it to that children's home. And they showed that little boy. They got him and said, look, this is what you've been praying for. A boat load of bread. A childlike faith. God did that. God answered that prayer. God brought that to them. And God can do the same thing for you or for me. If we'll but humble ourselves and get rid of the pride and realize it's God, it's God, it's God, it's all God. Amen. It's nothing that I can do. And the same comes to salvation. So many, including myself, was lifted up in pride and thinking I can do it myself. But that's pride. And the Bible says everyone that's proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. But God does want you to be saved. God does want a relationship with you. He wants it so much that he sent his son to die on that cross so that he could have fellowship with you. Listen to me. There's nothing more that he could do to save us. Now you've got to realize that you're a sinner in need of a savior and that one day you're going to die and you'll fall right into hell. You'll bust hell wide open because you're a sinner. And God's not going to allow sin or sinner into heaven. But if you'll realize that, that I am a sinner and one day I'm going to die. And what Jesus did on that cross, see, he paid the price for your sin. If you went to court today and you had a ticket and you stepped up and the judge said it's $3,000 and somebody stepped up and said, I'm going to pay that person's fine. You'd have to accept it. And that's what Jesus did on that cross. And you've got to realize it. And you just, you accept it and you believe it. 
you for repenting your heart, you ask God for forgiveness, you turn from your wicked way and you look at the cross and believe that Jesus died on the cross, that he was buried, that he rose again the third day and he lives today and he wants a relationship with you. Will you repent of your sins and put your faith and trust in the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ? Remove the pride in your heart so that you can be right with God, so that you can get close with God. Amen. You can spend eternity with God and with your family if they're saved. Amen. Take and remove that pride out of your life. We pray you have been blessed by today's message. If you have been saved or are in need of a prayer, please contact us at 352-247-9200. That's 352-247-9200. Thank you for tuning in to Crossbound Ministries radio broadcast. Will you please pray about supporting our ministry and broadcast? You can go to crossboundministry.com or send your support or a gift to P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. That's P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. For a gift of $10 or more, we will send you a booklet. Please pray for us as our ministry and radio broadcast grows. Tune in every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. to hear a message from our preacher, Mike Sadler. You can follow Crossbound Ministry on Facebook, YouTube, and visit us on the web at crossboundministry.com. If you are a pregnant woman in need of help, there is hope. You can reach out to the Citrus Pregnancy Center. There are locations in Inverness and in Crystal River. Their phone number is 352-341-5176. That's 352-341-5176. This broadcast has been sponsored in part by Henley's Grading Incorporated for all your land clearing and hauling needs. Located in Hernando, Florida, 352-897-3507. That's 352-897-3507. This program is sponsored by Crossbound Ministry of Inverness, Florida. <laughs>